and welcome to Kawush. I am Teresa. And I'm Marcus. Today we are discussing the episode The Warrior, which is season 5, episode 18. And the description is as follows. The Gwold Katano, former first prime of the late Imhotep, is now the leader of a powerful Jafar rebellion. SG-1 visits Katano's stronghold with the aim of securing an alliance. But O'Neill and the team soon learns that the strategic partnership may well come at a hefty price. Um... Spoilers! Yeah! I mean, this is not even... The, the Gua'uld is Imhotep. Yeah. We don't know that Ktano is a Gould. We think he's a Jafar. But he said he was the first prime of the Gould Imhotep. Yeah, but the first prime... prime. The prime? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the, the first prime is a, is a Jafar. Yeah. It says the Gua'uld Kitano, former first prime of Imhotep. What? No! No! (laughs) No, 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 no. Very spoilery. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like they just wrote the wrong thing, but... Yeah, probably. Still. It made it into the leaflets. (laughs) It's not... No. So that was bad then? This was... Yes. I also want to protest against the word stronghold, because that was not a stronghold. That was a camp. Yeah. They were not strongly holding anything. <laughs> no. I mean, if it weren't for the fact that they said gold, that would still have been an okay description. But the fact that they used the word gold instead of Jafar... Yeah. That brings it down a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, four? I mean, it's technically correct, even though it's spoilery as all hell. Yeah, maybe a four. I'm feeling generous, so we can have a four. <laughs> <laughs> cool cool yes yes um yeah so uh for me this is the one where o'neill's is a colonial asshole most of the time yeah 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 and then it turns out he was right yay the show supports it uh-huh fun times <laughs> that's my first comment too he is not respectful at all no i i wrote like s- still sending o'neill to be diplomatic what are you doing? Yeah. But, like, I can understand that he has a problem with, like, the fanaticism. Yeah. But he could be way more respectful of their ways and not try to change, like, what they do. And also, like, they have such a problem with them questioning, like, them being dependent on Earth weapons. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, yeah, that is a very reasonable concern. Yeah. Like, to be dependent on them giving you ammunition all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, that is a thing that should be brought up in any negotiation. Uh-huh. No matter how much you trust each other, you need to actually get that out in the open. Yeah. That's entirely reasonable. Uh-huh. Yeah, I felt that nothing was really unreasonable with the Jaffa until no. the suicide mission. Yeah. No. I was just like... When Braytac wanted those two warriors to, like, uh, do that fight. Yeah. And O'Neill, like, interrupt them. Yeah. I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Uh-huh. I mean, I understand. It's not pleasant to watch if they're, like, beating each other up. But they're no. not going to kill each other. And they are Jafar. They are going to heal, as Tilk points out. Yeah. What gives you the right to just, like, oh, I'm just going to interrupt this thing because I think that you are wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and also, like... Does no one ever get hurt in sparring matches in the U.S. military? <laughs> that Do... seems unlikely. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not 
any fighting, even if it's just practicing, it has the risk of someone getting hurt. And I see a degree of reasonableness to I will get that get I will get hurt in this sparring match instead of the first time I actually get hurt being on the field yeah. in the middle of a battle. Yeah. I, it doesn't I mean, sound pres- pleasant. No, but I think like part of it is to get used to like okay, there's pain. There, like yeah, and see how much pain you can handle. Yeah. And like, because I mean, if you're not used to pain, stubbing your toe means that you're indisposed for a couple of minutes. No, but like <laughs> yeah, but practicing being in pain and still keep going—that yeah. has to be part of what a warrior does. Yeah. He was very devil's advocate this yeah. episode. And I just edited the one where we were talking about how we like him, but not when he's like this. And, yeah. um, yes. Yes. I very much don't like him when he's like this. No. I feel like we should start looking up who writes him like this. Yeah. If, this, if it's like the same people who like, he's going to be the devil's advocate, colonial asshole person. This episode was apparently written by, by Christopher Judge. Huh. He doesn't like O'Neill. No. <laughs> cool, cool. Nice. Yeah. I assume the other episode you were talking about was not. Do you no. remember which one it was? It was the one with the Russians in the cigarette. <laughs> the Russians in the cigarette. With the littering on the alien planets. Yes. Um, so that would be the tomb. Yes. Which was written by Joseph Malasi and Paul Mully. Cool. So. They don't like it. It was either. directed by Peter Deloise, though, both of them, so maybe it's his fault. <laughs> yep. Let's blame him. Yeah. O'Neill also does this thing, which I find very annoying, uh, where when they are speaking, is the language called gold? I have no idea. The language that the Jaffa is speaking, yeah. that is not English, when they speak that language, he pulls faces, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, ooh, they're just talking something that's not English, ew. Like, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. You're being so American and disrespectful right now. Yeah, like, you're the foreigner here. Yeah. You're the one who's speaking a weird language. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I was very uncomfortable for most of this episode. I was just like, but... What are they doing? No. Oh. Yeah. I will say at the to the to the point of on the on the opposite side of the spectrum. Because mm-hmm. um, Kitano is that was his name, right? I think so. <laughs> Excuse me, Kitano. Yes, spelled differently in that book compared to the leaflet from the DVD box. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. In the in the leaflet, it didn't have the apostrophe. What? The yeah. leaflet is wrong. Uh-huh. He's a Jafar. That's not really a Jafar, but still. Yeah. So we should actually give that a three because of the spelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kitano keeps saying this thing of, I will not let anyone change who we are. We will not change for the gold. We will not change for the, for the Tory. Yeah. The gold created your entire society. Yeah. The gold created everything you are including your species (laughs) i like i could see a point in trying to not necessarily be more like the tori because the tori are obviously idiots (laughs) but like changing some practices that the gold forced upon you yeah would make sense yeah so i don't really 
buy his entire, I mean, granted, we shouldn't buy anything of him because he's a gold, but yeah. I don't buy that whole, we, we won't change, we will be us, we won't be what the Tory nor the gold want us to be, but yeah. you are exactly what the gold wants you to be. Yeah, I feel like that was the gold talking, yeah. he was like, yeah, I can use them, like, clinging to traditions that we've forced upon them. Yeah. Um, as a weapon against them. Yeah. But I don't understand why no one called him out of it. I mean, I, it. I think, like, rebelling in the first place is so scary that they're like, oh, yes, let us cling to our traditions, please. Like, yeah, but what about Teal'c? Yeah. Which was another thing. I didn't feel like Teal'c acted rationally in this episode at all. No, he, ever. Didn't, he didn't question anything, which was very strange. Yeah. I mean, he did say the thing of, I don't think that freedom for the Jaffa is as close as Katana says it is. Yeah. But that was one thing he said. Other than that, he seemed to completely be, be on Katano's side. Yeah. Christopher Judge wanted to change Teal'c's personality a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't understand why the Jaffa were so anti-Earth weapons. No. Like O'Neill said, you've seen these weapons wipe out entire armies. You know they're powerful. I feel like in hindsight, knowing that he's a gold, that was also a thing. Like yeah. he didn't want them to want these weapons. No. He was like, but he does want them to fight the other system lords. Couldn't they also, also another point, couldn't they have looked up if Imhotep was actually dead? One would think. That could be a thing that he could do. Yeah. Somehow. I Read the news or something. Yeah. I also didn't really understand the whole, like, because Kitano or the whatever, if that body was the body he had when he was Imhotep, yeah. no one recognized him, but also no one recognized his first prime wasn't his first prime because that body wasn't a Jaffa. And he, they, there were a lot of Imhotep Jaffas there. Yeah. They had the weird A shape in their forehead. Yeah. And they should have known the first prime right and they should have known that that is not the first prime even if imhotep changed his body to not be who everyone recognized as imhotep because jafas can't get golden no also didn't have the pouch thing. exactly were all of imhotep's jaffa in on it maybe but if so, that should have been a point made somewhere in the episode of, yeah, everyone come with us except Imhotep's Jaffa because you're obviously... Yeah. And also, like, I feel like infiltrating and pretending to be a rebel would require a certain level of skill that not all of his Jaffa would automatically have. No. Like, they could accidentally give it away by just like, yes, Lord, or something, yeah. any time. Yeah. Maybe it was just like the specially trained Jaffa that got to come on the mission. Could be. But yeah. Yeah, that was strange. And I also, the whole thing where, where the, the bad guys in science fiction can't aim. <laughs> yeah. And I like that they made it impressive that he hit two out of three. <laughs> and like, ooh, no one else could do that. And like, okay, now, now I get it. Now I get why you can't kill anyone. They should do, they should do that with stormtroopers as yeah. well. That would be funny. You hit one out of ten. You are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So is it because the weapon is so bad that they can't hit anything? I mean, maybe. I mean, old, old-timey Earth weapons were impossible to aim with. 
Yeah. Because the bullets weren't aerodynamic or whatever, and they just went everywhere <laughs> back in the day. So maybe the energy weapons are still like that? Yeah. Also, every time someone says, the female, I get, like, yeah, I lose 10 years of my life, as the <laughs> internet would say. So, uh, Daniel was, like, a non-entity in this episode. Kinda. He got to translate some words, and then Jack told him to stop doing that. Yeah. And then he got grumpy and didn't say anything else in the entire episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he was like, Jack, you're an idiot. Language is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was very focused on Teal'c. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. I have also a note that says, a lot of cheering. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Which also doesn't seem a lot like Jafar. No. Even when you've seen J- Jafar, like civilian Jafar. Hmm. They've all seemed like super proper and no emotions and like... Very Vulcan, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe now that they're free, they can cheer, finally. <laughs> and then they take every opportunity to cheer. Yes. Aww. And then I had a note that says, Tilk smiling, O'Neill ruining it. <laughs> yep. I don't even remember why, why he was smiling, but he was. He was smiling when they came back from a successful mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With all the sats, all six of them. All six of the sats. I mean, wouldn't the Jaffa they killed have more sats on them? One would think so. And also, like, six sats, why did you need that entire crate? You could have just, you know, held them in your hand, like, hung them from your arm. And <laughs> Yeah, but I, that's, I mean, that's something I think about a lot when you see how the gold transport their stuff and like how this these big crates are made for like two or three little things they just want their jaffa to get like really strong and show up their muscles when they carry them yeah probably speaking of carrying and being really strong yeah weapons grade nakwada mm-hmm. is supposed to be super super heavy oh if and I... he's like carrying it on his chest yeah because if i recall when in, in the episode where they get these arm bands that makes them super strong yeah they on the mission they go on that they're not supposed to go on but anyway uh daniel grabs a little piece of weapons grade nakwada which is like the size of a of a gold bar yeah sort of and that is extremely heavy that takes two jaffa to carry <laughs> and when he no longer has his super strength he can't carry it anymore right yeah so yeah, but this weapons grade Nakoda that they had in this episode wasn't like that. It was later. They yeah. had changed the molecular composition. Yes. I know words. <laughs> it was Nakoda light. Ah, yes. <laughs> Makes total sense. Yeah. I love the stunts. Yeah. Like all the fighting was really good. Yeah. That was really cool. I, at first I was like, whoa, they've spent so much on the fighting stunts in this episode as, as opposed to all the other seasons. And then I was like, am I comparing to Star Trek or am, am I actually comparing <laughs> to Stargate though? Because Star Trek's fight scenes are hilarious. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. But I think that they don't have bad fight scenes here. They don't, don't just have like martial arts. No. no I, don't, I don't tend to think of the fight scenes in Stargate as bad but they're not as pretty 
as as this episode was. No, there's a lot of hitting with fists and grunting. Yes. Yes. But now they were like dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. I would like to know what martial art that was, like for reals. Yeah. Because I suspect they didn't invent one. Probably not. No. Looking up in the book. Mm-hmm. South American martial arts. It could be capoeira then. Maybe. Because that's Brazilian and Brazil is in South America. It is indeed. I know geography. Yes, I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it did look dancey enough to be capoeira. Probably, maybe. Cool. It, it's, uh, um, if I remember correctly, the slaves pretended it was a dance while teaching themselves how to mm. defend themselves. Yeah. Maybe. I'll look that up later. <laughs> I, I know that there is at least one martial arts that, that comes from that. Yeah. But I have no idea where or what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I always find it funny to like watch the extras while things are happening. Because some extras will like react to what's happening. And some will just like stare. <laughs> and then like go where they're supposed to go. And I'm like... Guys, could you at least pretend yeah. that you know what you're doing? <laughs> I always wonder about like the directors. Would they be like, okay, we're just going to ignore that they don't react correctly or we don't have time to do it again or what's going on there? Good enough. Yeah. No one's making any rude gestures, so that's a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the new Fantastic Beasts trailer? Yeah. Because there's an extra in that that doesn't react at all. Oh. Uh, in the scene where uh, Newt's Bogart turns into a desk, uh-huh. uh, it turns into a desk and people are like, what's going on? And he like explains that he doesn't want to sit behind a desk. Yeah. Uh, and there's an extra like right to the left of him that's just like staring at the table. <laughs> like with a dead look in her eye. And I'm like... Is she pretending that she's really scared of what's going to come next because she's next in line? Or is that extra just, like, done for the day? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Good question. I yeah. hadn't noticed that. <laughs> it's my extra spotting hobby. Yeah? yeah? you have any more notes? My last note is a just reflection over why doesn't Braytac realize something is off? Yeah, he's acting very strange as well. Yeah, because Braytac, like, to me, he's always been, like, he's been super wise. He's seen everything with clear eyes and yeah. been like, I I know exactly what's going on around here. Yeah. But in this, he's just completely clueless. Like, I could understand him being somewhat taken with this great leader who's, like, actually doing something and yeah. getting results. But I cannot see him just, like, blindly following anyone. No. Teal'c, to an extent, I can understand that he, like, falls for it. But Braytac, no. No, he's supposed to be as old, older and wiser. And, like, he wanted to rebel against the gold long before that was a common thing. Yeah. He was a and rebel before it was cool. Yeah. He should know better. Yeah. That was very strange. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to, like, when Teal'c went off on his mission, he looked like he was thinking about it. Like, yeah. That something was wrong. Yeah. And I wanted that to, like, become something before Teal came, came back and was like, dude, you're a gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been good. 
Do you understand why you sent Tilk back? I assume that it was because um, Imhotep was becoming so strong. He wanted to destabilize him. Yeah. But like... But also... If Tilk hadn't come back, they wouldn't have been able to escape in time, probably? No, that's true, because it was his ship that was headed towards them to kill them. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, the thing with that is that of all the gold, apart from Baal, but we can't talk about Baal yet because he's... <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. But, like, you has always sort of been the friendliest, mm. kind of. Mm. But I also can't quite imagine that he was like, no, I'm going to give these Jafar a chance. No. Because he's still a ghoul. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Felt like a plot device, but I want to have more than a plot device as, as an explanation. Yeah. Yeah, again, especially since it was his ship that was that was coming towards them. If it had been a different gold that had been sending a ship and you didn't know that, so he did his own thing. Yeah. Maybe he thought, like... He would destabilize them by sending Tilk back and they would be so busy fighting amongst themselves that they couldn't escape when he came there. Maybe. Maybe. But he also apparently told... I mean, that's the weird thing. He he could have just told Tilk that, yeah, that's actually Imhotep. Imhotep. It's not his first prime. Yeah. But he apparently also took the time to explain that, yeah, this rebellion that supposedly happened on my ship, that didn't happen. It's on its way to kill you now. <laughs> <laughs> that seems dumb. <laughs> My last note is that I love their pants. <laughs> because they had like, what do you even call those? Uh, suspenders. <laughs> like, I've never seen just the pants before. Mm-hmm. Of their bird suits and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Snake suits. It looked really funny. Yeah. So, that was good. So, um, did you like this episode? Did you not like it? On the whole, I did like it. Because I, I like the Jaffa. I like seeing how their rebellion goes on and what happens, what happens around the Jaffa. Mm. And I, this is the first time we see a large group of Jaffa being ready to fight the gold. Yeah. Which is really cool. I had some issues and I've been very critical because <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure I really like the execution of the whole mm. episode, but I like the idea of it. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I was mostly uncomfortable for like the whole thing. I agree with you that I like seeing the Jaffa do things. I did not like seeing the Jaffa do things and then the main characters questioning everything all the time. No. Um, I did not like the, the way that Teal'c became, like, not on the team all of a sudden, or something. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was disturbed that it wasn't more of a conflict for him. Yeah, I've kind of felt that a few times, I think, that he, he's often, as soon as he sees, uh, a chance that the Jaffa will start fighting, he is so on board with leaving the Tory. Yeah. Which feels... I don't know. 
I can understand that this cause means a lot to him and he wants to free his people and everything, but could he at least have a little bit of an emotion about leaving his friends that he's known for five years? Yeah. I mean, he can still choose to to do this thing that he wants to do, but maybe just, like, be sad that you're leaving your friends. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, and, like, give it a little bit more time yeah. and, like, work more towards getting the alliance to work and not just, okay, I'm going to go with the Jaffa even if the Tory doesn't want to help. Yeah. And I'm just going to ignore the Tory. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, I can't say that I super liked this episode. No. No. I agree that I liked the idea of it, but watching it was too... I got angry a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, how would you grade it? Oh no! Why did we start this grading thing? I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> I feel like mean now if I graded really low. The other thing is, if we graded the the description of it as a four or possibly a three because they misspelled the thing. <laughs> yeah. We can't grade the episode lower than that. No. No, I was like, if I give it a five, I'm so mean. <laughs> um, you don't have to be mean. The episode doesn't have any feelings. Okay, cool. And I don't think that Christopher Judge and Peter DeLuise, who like wrote and directed it, will actually listen. But what if and... Christopher Judge hears this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I like you. Uh, but I want to give it a four. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I think I would give it a five. I didn't get quite as angry with it as you did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we... Did we decide if we're doing the outro now or not? No, we did not. I think that we should do the outro because that's what all the other podcasts are doing okay then <laughs> and that is totally the reason to do things yes everyone else is doing it so yes so should we yes that's good point. the way i live my life yes <laughs> sounds very much you yes <laughs> all right so then we're doing the thing this has been kawoosh see, see you on, on the, the other, other side, side. <laughs> awesome Whee!